Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave. Dave. And Mahoney. friends and thank you for joining us got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today what would you like first there mahoney dave why don't we start up today's show with some bad news otter you and i agree uh even though mahoney loves the ocean loves snorkeling in the ocean uh the ocean sucks and it's a scary scary place oh, I get- and humans do not belong in it hold up hmm. your favorite foods come from the ocean mm. i don't catch them myself oysters don't mm, catch them big ass grimp Never caught you never caught a shrimp with your own cocktail sauce. I have caught some cocktail sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so but I would like to asterisk my ocean hate. Um, I saw the first non-American ocean, and it was crystal clear, blue, beautiful. A non-American ocean. American oceans are horrible. I don't. I don't think we own any of the oceans. But you know what I mean, like the the ones that are on our coast. It depends where you are, I suppose. But yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Like Mahoney and I have spent some time in Galveston. Uh, we, America screwed up that ocean. It's just uh, brown. Off, not it's an ocean, it's, it's, a, it's gulf. a gulf. I get it, fine, but you know, it's And attached. our ocean is just fine in the Pacific around Hawaii. Okay, around Hawaii, okay yes. yeah, I forget or that go to Alaska, are, that's America. Did, uh, did, did you just call me a chump for yeah. winning? It's on my bucket list. It's like my number one to want to place, like, want to be. If you weren't such a go. poser, you'd go up there and catch your own crab. But uh, so this is another <laughs> a reason. Of, a lot of crabbing going on up in Alaska. Yeah, well, that's why they're they called. They also pay really well too. Alaskan king crab legs. You're, you're oh, pro- I thought that was just like a nickname. No, like French like fries. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was just a nickname for <laughs> the crabs. <laughs> so a uh, a large metal sphere washed up on a shore in Japan. And it has perplexed people. There are no kings, Most- Alaska. That's pretty fair. Sorry. <laughs> Mostly because it's a large metal sphere. Hold on. We know what this is. <laughs> what we have to. We actually have. A, I think a, probably a leading expert on what this probably could be. Jordan, do you know what this metal ball that washed up on the shores of Japan is? Um. Would you enlighten me? Because I'm actually unsure. Why did you think he was? Is it yeah. like a pokeball? <laughs> It's a Dragon Ball. Oh. No, Dragon Balls are not that big, sir. Oh, like a Dragon Ball Z I mean, Dragon Ball? Have you seen this thing? It is enormous. That's uh, scary. Goku is 38 feet tall. That's what that nobody tells you. Oh. It's just like Peppa the Pig, 7 foot tall. Seven. Goku, 38 feet tall. So that ball is proportional. This uh, sphere, 5 feet in diameter. And they're Terrifying. saying um, many people, locals included, are uh, speculating what it could be. Uh, coming up with some uh, reasonable things like uh, a Godzilla egg. Or it's, quote, from outer space. Uh, what if it was okay, a well, mecha, mecha Godzilla turd? A turd? Mm. He's just popping up spheres? Perfectly I mean, round spheres. Have you ever seen, seen a rabbit? rabbit? You ever like seen a, a rabbit poop? A goat poop? There are some. Which one is it? Jordan, look this up. A lot of interaction with you this morning. Will you please look up the, the what's the animal that poops out cubes? There's an animal that poops out cubes? cubes. Really? Like cubes and why? octagons. I'm just kidding about the octagon, but for why, real, a cube. Why didn't we get the ability to have unique poops, you know, like every snowflake is different. Like, Mine's what pretty if- unique. Each one's different. <laughs> no, no, but I mean like in shapes, you know. I mean, you just get one. Same. Because we, we have opposable <laughs> thumbs and we can do whatever we want. You know, you've seen those Play-Doh squisher things. Mm-hmm. We could so do we that could back do there. We could yeah. do it. You're yeah. right. If we're, we wanted. We're not brave enough. We are not. The what, wombat. The wombat. The wombat. Peeping on cubes. Wait, wombats are cute as hell. If no, I mean, and I. Cubie poop. To be fair. 
Before Instagram, I don't know if I'd ever seen a real wombat. They look like cuter beavers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, or like a beaver banged a koala, and then they got this really cute ass pube pooping. Pube pube pooping. Pooping whatever. Uh, you know what I love about this show? This there show? is a mystery sphere happening. Yeah. In Japan. And you guys are talking All about All we wombat care about crap. is wombat cube poop. Dude, and uh-huh. ch- choke or what are those other ones? That, what are the smiley Capybaras? Dudes? No, no. Capybaras are awesome. I'm Crappy bears. Oh. <laughs> Don't call them. Oh, they're so happy. Uh, they have not a single predator. That's why they always smile. No, no yeah. that's the quokkas. Oh, oh the quokkas. Yeah. Lots of things eat capybara. Quokka oh. Island. Yeah. Quokka, quokka Island. Yeah, they are always smiling. Is that like their official tourism jingle? Well, there's was a, there was a move or a show back in the day. It was called Gullah Gullah Island, uh-huh. and it was Gullah Gullah Island, and it fit same syllables. So I just put Quaka Quaka Island. Wow, totally it. relatable. Thank you, Audrey. That was great. Listen, do we want to talk about the sphere again some more? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that's it's no a different than, leg. I mean, fine. It's just or, a, isn't it cement? Or is it like a uh, no? It's metal. Or is it like uh, uh, maybe a Godzilla uh, uh, Bosa Ball? Or 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. The Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Dave and Mahoney. Out of all the things that we know are spying on us, what do we think is the most egregious? Which company? I mean, because we know that Apple certainly knows everything about us, but they haven't really stepped in it like a lot of the other companies have with harvesting all of your they information and selling are keeping it. keeping the, you know, we don't want to know how the sausage is made. Mm-hmm. We don't see it. Right. You know, we just taste it. We use it. You know, the the Apple way is, I think, the better way. I think they're spying maybe even more than Facebook or Probably, but they at least talk. don't give it to the, the but police. But the way that they go about it, <laughs> yeah. at least, you know, it's, you private. know. It's I, private stolen. I, I know yeah. some, you know, people of older generations who, you know, they knew that their husbands and wives had people on the side. Oh. They, they just, just choose. They kept them in another city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're you like, know? just don't do it close to me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like where I can go they, to the grocery we, store we and bump into them. Exactly. Yeah. Let's, we're going to pretend this is not happening. And I think that's what's going on with Apple. Whereas Instagram slash Facebook slash Meta, they're like, nah, man, we're just out here. And selling you it. You know, yeah. we say one word. We say, I mean, originally how you and I started our love for bidets is we mentioned bidets one time. Yep. And then next thing, we had never searched for it. Nope. And this is like eight years ago, nine years ago. And now anytime you just say something, alpha brain in Audrey's case. Yeah. Well, but I it's, mean, it's a- kind of- Amazon is is up there though, right? Because they don't feel as dirty as like Facebook does. No. But, but, it, but it's not like they're sending out information about you. They just want you to consume. Yeah. And I feel like that is different than you selling my phone number are you selling like certain parts of like my digital well, life? And Amazon it's just like consume more products, which well, I mean that's not necessarily a great thing. But as far as like in the tier of like my identity dirty. getting stolen, yeah. I would prefer Amazon. I mean, over I'll the take socials. that American religion of consumerism over, and you know, like because that's day. just where we're at. But on Amazon, it doesn't feel as egregious to me because that is a shopping site. Mm-hmm. I am there. of the time to buy something. And actually, I find myself going, oh, I like the similar items that people also bought. And I always look Uh, at that. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know I needed that. I love the cookies. Tell me more. (laughs) Give me more cookies. I love digital and real life cookies. But Instagram, on the other hand, (laughs) or TikTok or 
Facebook, those aren't shopping sites. Yeah. So when you it feels All about it feels dirty. Well, so I mean, Amazon has gotten some flack because of the recordings of sure. of Alexa and people's homes. Obviously, Google's private stuff there going too. on. Google's doing yeah. the same thing. Uh, the cameras that people have set up in their homes, which is a fairly common thing now. But you set them up yourself, right? Yeah, so you know what you're doing, but you also have an expectation of privacy in your own home. We haven't seen a lot of really egregious cases of like footage inside people's homes being stolen or used inappropriately the, yet. The thing that I wonder about is. I'm not so much concerned about local, or excuse me, about like Amazon getting in there, whatever. I'm more concerned about local authorities mm-hmm. and somebody having the potential to abuse that because I've heard there are sometimes back doors into that that like local authorities have access to, Don't like with that. the ring access. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I got ring ho- cameras inside my house. I walk around my junk out. When I'm at home alone, sometimes. Can you sort imagine of local, that in a court of law? Can you? Well, what, what kind of local use, authority is like? I got elected so that way I can look at my I'm, dude. I'm very famous. You Exhibit are so a. famous. Look at this man's wiener. Weird, There's huh? nothing else to see uh, here. Just look at it. Just so weird. What's Guilty. wrong with it? Exhibit B. <laughs> Lock it up. Hole. <laughs> but Amazon wants to sell you drugs now, and I don't know if that's taking it too far. Like Walmart's pharmacy? doing yeah. it already. Costco, Mark Cuban. I <laughs> sure. actually like the idea of Amazon um, doing this, especially because we're hearing a lot of these reports for, about insulin. Yep. The lowering the insulin cost for people who have type one diabetes. Sure. That quite literally is a drug that they have to have in Life order to saving. live. Yeah. Um, and if you, you know, I, I don't know if you guys have ever priced out insulin, but it's. Quite, it's hundreds. Yeah, do we not remember Pharma Bro, wow. Martin Scarelli, or whatever? I, I wish that dude would have got uppercutted into the nether world or the nether realm it, while he was in prison because he was the one who kind of yeah. started that trend of let's it's, just It cost take- a penny, let's charge $200 yep. for a vial of insulin or whatever it is. And uh, just because we know they need it. Yep. Well, uh, Amazon just completed their uh, their their purchase of one medical for three point nine billion dollars, and now they want to uh, give people uh, access to a bunch of generic medication from around, for around eighty conditions. And they're, I say they're a monopoly. Who cares? Just add it. They're already a monopoly. Just add something else. Well, and anything that kind of you know lower the price, lower the price for- of drugs that that Absolutely. people need. Well, that's why we're like sure. <laughs> Harvest our information. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833 Yo Dummy. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Dude, for your scanner, just hit A to Z claim guaranteed. It doesn't matter whether it was prime or not. Send them the screenshots of your correspondence with the scammer. Then send them a picture of whatever envelope you received with UPS. Give them the tracking number. You'll get your money back. It's not that difficult. Message deleted. Mahoney has been getting scammed, at least according to him. Uh, And it came through Amazon. There's a company that uh, he wanted to buy this scanner for a... Uh, scanning family photos in, and it's just been this whole rigmarole of them saying, oh, we're having issues getting it to you. Do you want something else? Yep. And uh, you feel like you're getting scammed out of, what'd you say, 550 bucks? Yeah. Pretty penny. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of money. Uh, this guy's saying you're an idiot, though. It's not that hard to fix. It's actually a pain in the ass, and mm-hmm. I've, I've had to jump through 
many steps, and we're three weeks in. And so that's I the thing. Like, I'm, like I know I'm going to get my money back. Kind of enjoy the drama. No, I don't. Mm, I don't. I don't you, do you think I seek out drama in my life? Yes. You think? You yes. think that? I think you think that. You. I think very you are well. the drama. I am not drama. You are the drama. I live that's a very exactly. peaceful and zen-like life, and then I just have. Let me give who, you a real-life example of you seeking out the drama. Your favorite way of exercising is going out for walks with your wife, and every single day you would walk by the house of your mortal enemy. The pug. The pug. That pug's dead now. Yeah, he's dead. You killed it. But now there's a new dog that wears a sweater. (laughs) I haven't seen that dog. I walked yesterday. Point is, every single day, you're out here buzzing the tower. You're sitting here doing close flybys on these dogs' personal property because you seek out Uh, the drama. No, Dave. Those, I'm not walking on their property. The roads are community property, and uh, these dogs are polluting the airwaves with their noise. Another bit of mm. drama. Mahoney walks in the street where cars are supposed to walk. Mm. There's sidewalks for pedestrians. Uh, my, my neighborhood doesn't have sidewalks. More can, drama. Can, can, How do you pick a neighborhood where you need to walk at and, and you choose no one with sidewalks. no sidewalks? <laughs> can, can't you see Mahoney like outside of that pug's house doing that thing where he's like... <laughs> Like putting his foot just slightly in the driveway just while making eye contact, like just dropping that Brooks beast right there and just being like, he knows he's not supposed to be crossing the line, but he is. No, just he's telling it. I don't. I'm, I'm just out here trying to live my life, trying to stay healthy, mm. trying to better myself so my wife doesn't murder me. You're doing good. You seek out drama. I don't. You're loving this. I am not. I would like to have a scanner and I would like to get my family photos scanned in. Why don't you just create a nice picture book? No, because like pro- we had back in the day, because they are they're already in picture books, like and the oh, pictures okay. end up deteriorating, or and then could, also if the house burns down, or you know, if the house burns down, which is totally <laughs> likely, he is the most most paranoid person on the face drama. of the earth. Yes, you plan you you plan for the worst. Uh huh. What? Why do you wear a seatbelt? Not because you think you're going to get into an accident. Because the dinging accident. in my because car would shut up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Dave Mahoney and Audrey. Um, I'm sitting in my house right now and listening to you guys talk about the Alec Baldwin thing. Don't forget about Brandon Lee, okay? That movie continued, too, and I think it was horrific that it did. Love the show, guys. Have a great day. Nobody, nobody forgot about The Crow. I mean, not yeah. only did that The Crow continue, then Sting from WCW and WWE ended up basically taking that whole persona and making it his... No, but she's in agreement with us, I think. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure we all think no. that it's gross that Rust is continuing. Yes. If Crow continued on, that's also pretty they, gross. They, ended up, they mean, ended up releasing it. Well, and they, they made a sequel, it. too. Well, not and without terrible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, the uh, the, the probably the, that was the most, the most significant moment that we've seen with a gun on a set. I mean, you're talking about the main character of the film and a big star yeah. at the time. You know, being killed on set, it's pretty crazy. And there's a bunch of conspiracy theories as to whether or Saying not... Saying it was, like, plotted. Whether there's something intentional there, who knows. And, again, if I'm recalling incorrectly, I don't think that was a live round. I thought it just... Because they have some sort of... There is a projectile like, with a blank. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was part of that. I think you're right. Bring if back wooden guns to sets. Wooden guns? Yeah. No, oh, I like that. Yeah, it's very Can you realistic. imagine John Wick mm-hmm. with a wooden gun? And you just CGI a real gun over it? No, no, it's just a wooden gun in his hand, and then you just make the CGI come out of the wooden gun. And it doubles as a boomerang. <laughs> I mean, just a heavier weapon. Nunchucks? I mean, there's lots of good wooden weapons, if you think about it. Donatello's Are bow? Donatello's bow? A, a bow is a bitch-ass weapon. I'd rather have a bat. Okay, a bat. Wood. No, I'd rather have a metal bat. You want a metal bat? You know how expensive Aluminum? metal bats are? 
I haven't priced them out recently. They're no. very expensive. Like you're talking like when you start getting in the high end of like aluminum bats. Do you know how much baseball gloves go for nowadays? Oh yeah. Like you're talking you like can get in the five to a five hundred to a thousand dollar range Why? and bat I, because they can. Like everything that has to do with sports. Like when we were growing up, yeah. baseball gloves were nothing like fifty bucks. Something like that. You got a Rawlings. Yeah. Yeah. Wilson, like you know, I mean, those, the good ones that the you Wilson get. Ones the Wilson ones. The Wilson ones, ones and they'd be like 50, maybe 100 bucks. Now, for a good one, there's a kid that was standing next to me at, when I was at the airport last time, and he's like traveling for a baseball or softball tournament or something like that, and there was somebody asking him how much his catcher's glove was, yeah. and he said these range anywhere from the low end from 500 bucks up to 1000 See, but like how much does that really change the leather in the glove, truly, from a fifty dollar to a five hundred dollar. They just know they can charge that. Yeah, it's not like anyone's just like casually like, do I do I need a glove or not? You either do or you don't. Especially if you've got parents who are like well, obsessed, the sports parents, and they, yeah. they'll spend. They know they'll they'll spend literally anything on whatever it may be fifteen hundred dollar bat. They want to give their kid every competitive advantage yeah. possible. That's so weird. Yeah, that's so weird to me. I mean, I don't have kids, so I can't. Assume the type of parent I'll be in the future, but oh. I feel like $500 glove yeah. is insanity. We, we were talking about this just the other day. I, I am the Lori Laughlin model of parenting. If I can buy my kids an advantage, I absolutely will. 100%. But a glove isn't going to make your kid good. No. But they need a good glove, and then we'll Why? find out if they're good. <laughs> you I, my, gonna buy, no, that's not how that Dave, works. You don't understand no. that like, Dave, Dave and I's toxic trait, we both like want to, like, you never want to buy something twice. Same, Correct. same thing yes. with me. I will always overspend and go like, I need to buy the best, so I don't buy it twice. And, and without then, doing much research, you're just like, well, the most expensive one has got to be, be the best. Yeah, yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. We're dumb. Hot dog water is just American tea. Woo, America. Message deleted. Hot dog water. It's not my yeah. America. Coffee is America's tea. Coffee didn't start in America. Mm. No, but I mean, that's like, if you think about the way we drink coffee is the way that the British drink tea. Oh, yeah. Industrialism is definitely fueled by coffee. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you imagine if there was a tea place that was as popular as Starbucks? All the tea places, because my mom loves tea. My mom's not a coffee drinker. She loves tea. Same thing with my mom. What is that? I can't remember. There was some place that she would love to go to, like Tiavana like or something. You ever heard Tiana of that? Yeah. yeah. But like those are like closing down like crazy. And you're like, how does this place closing down? You sold me like one ounce of leaves, and it was like 50 because bucks. Because you just get a pack of those for five bucks for like 40 pa- tea packets at my the mall stores it. now. There was like a lemon, or there was like a, a, a limeade one, like a limeade tea. That it's was it's so a good. generational thing. I'm telling you, both of our moms, tea lovers, absolutely. Yeah. But I feel like that that did not get passed along. Everyone picked up coffee. Yeah, same. Unless you are British. Even still, I feel like the Brits. Are you really drinking that much tea anymore? You've got to have switched. To I, don't know. I don't ones know. Over there are. Yeah. Do they still have tea time and stuff? I I mean, well, it's not it's like, like a do they formality. have siestas in like South America? <laughs> you know, I, and I don't know. Maybe. What are your according customs? To the, according to uncultured. movies from the fifties, yes. <laughs> we are so uncultured. All we know is is All what's happening right here. Yeah, coffee and gender reveal parties. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Dave and Mahoney. Well, it has happened. Audrey is now starting to lie to her significant other. I am not lying. Oh okay. boy, you are literally lying. I'm literally not lying. Around your significant other. No. Also, I presented this information to you as a question of whether or not you guys do this as well. Why are you outing me? He's listening. It was a play on words because you're lying down. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's, what, you, that's your fault for getting into a new relationship. Our, our, we could talk about stuff because we know our wives aren't listening. Our wives are already disappointed. Well, yep. He knows, too. <laughs> but the fact that you presented this like I'm lying to him about it, okay. he's caught me doing it. Okay, so so he's caught you doing it. What is this thing that you feel guilty about? Napping. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to know if you guys <laughs> feel oh, guilty know. because you, your wives work Hard all day long, yeah. and we are just so sleepy. Just so, such, such, a, a tired such, boy. such a sleepy little <laughs> show. So whenever I get home, sometimes I'll fall asleep. Uh-huh. Well, totally by accident, Oops. you know. I don't mean to fall asleep for three hours. So, <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll be laying there, and I'll feel so guilty that he's been working all day long, and I'm just like this sack of. Flesh. You work too. Sleep. Why are you feeling guilty? Like, here's the thing. Don't let the fact that we're not like moving things or, you know, doing like heavy physical things every single day. But your wife works so hard, you never feel guilty for taking a nap. Emotionally exhausted because at the end of the day, Audrey, (laughs) you and I. Leave it all on the field. Is your wife listening too? (laughs) You're so full of it. That is 100% true. Every day I leave here knowing that I gave it my best for the day. It may not be the best I've ever given, Uh but it's the best that I could do. For it any is particular truly day. emotionally taxing. Everybody who's like, you know what? I'm going to start a podcast. Try it. <laughs> do Go it ahead. every day, four hours straight. Wake up at 4 a.m. and do like, it. Like, true. I, I don't know if we're going to get a lot of bleeding hearts. No, no, no. We're not, we're not looking for sympathy, but I'm just saying from... <laughs> Listen to me. Uh, it's hard. So hard. does your... Does your does your does your guy? Because I mean, obviously, he's 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 you know doing a whole bunch of things. He's out there. He's always busy doing that. But I mean, like, you do work hard. So like... Getting yeah, a nap in yeah, to home. function, you should not feel guilty about that because you're just listening to your body. See, my Audrey body. knew she was barking up the right tree, bringing this up around Mahoney because she she was going to have an advocate but, to the end. Okay, well, what do you think? The other day, you took a little a little snooze. He doesn't. His parent. He's his house is always full. That's the difference between the way we live versus the way he lives. He's got there, four kids, there's, a wife, and occasionally a mother in law constantly at his house. Occasionally a mother in law, always yes, yeah. at my house. What a dig. Uh, she's, <laughs> she's still there. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, from time to time, especially if I've been like traveling a lot or whatever, like sneaking in a nap really does help. But I do feel same guilty as hell about it because my wife is constantly chasing all four kids and she doesn't nap. Like there's been mo- like times where I'm like, hey, we've got an hour here and the kid has just gone to sleep. The other one's awake, but like I'll watch him like, go take a nap. Does not like to do it. She's I'm like, not a napper. You've made a choice. You have made a choice not to nap. <laughs> I have made a choice to nap. If you ever want to flip that and you want to nap, totally cool with it. But don't sit here and guilt me. And it's not even the overt like. Does she feel make you feel a little guilty for taking just, a nap? It's, it's a just the look. It's just the look. Oh, just like, like, mm, oh, did you enjoy you, yourself? You're going to take a nap, huh? Mm. See, oh, okay. No, I guess not. See, guess it's not. my own. It's my own. So jogging instead. He never makes me feel guilty. It's never ever been like that. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like a total slob, mm. waste of life. No, because if I've just been sleeping and he's been out here working, working all day for like thirteen worked, hours, you want, don't be mad that we work different hours. And then I'm tired at like work eight p.m. as well. So he's like. <laughs> You sleep so much, but also I don't really sleep throughout the night. It's kind of your superpower. I mean, you are very good at sleeping. I I really am. Well, kind of, because at night, again, I don't sleep all night long. Like, I'm up. Like almost every thirty minutes, so that whenever my nap is like kind of my sleep, it's like the hardest I'll sleep. Truly. 
Like, I'll sleep harder during a nap than I will in the middle of the night. You so, just made Mahoney yawn thinking about this. He's, I'm getting a little, <laughs> a little sleepy myself. Yeah. So I think you deserve a nap later. There are times that I don't tell my wife <gasps> that I'm going to nap during the day. Because you want to seem as productive as possible? or I mean, but then there's, because there are days where she has had a especially long day, mm-hmm. like 14-hour day. Oof. And she comes home, and your boy may be already, you know, sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and so that I try to avoid that. <laughs> I try to avoid being literally in bed when she gets home. Because yeah. <laughs> it'd be one thing if you were waking up a lot earlier than her, but you guys wake up at the same time, pretty she much. Cries. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like we have partners who work so but, hard, and then there's us who gets to have fun for our jobs, and then I'm like kind of tired. I left it all on the field. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel so dumb. But there is something so sexy because, like, my wife's not, uh, like, during the week, obviously, she cannot nap ever. You know, she mm-hmm. wakes up around the same time I do. She goes to work for twice as long, even though I'm working at home. That's right. And yeah. I'm all, actually, I'm working 24 7, 365. Always looking for content. Always. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and then when she gets home, she works out. She did, you know, and so she, there's no, there's no time, makes her dinner, gets prepared for the next day during the week. There's no time. But on, like, the, occasional Saturday mm-hmm. she go like it'll be like 11 a.m. because we will still wake up very early sure, on Saturday yeah. the, the, well, 11 a.m. is the perfect nap time and she goes you want to take a nap I'm like oh, oh baby yeah. well you just you've said the you have said those magic words uh, You're like, it's so sexy but don't, don't actually try anything sexy because no. like the nap is gonna be much much better <laughs> than that. Aww, I, I love napping together one, That's uh, so cute. one little pro tip when it comes to you know marriage and napping coinciding is that and I learned this one Saturday not that long ago is that if you go golfing with your buddies, also taking a nap during that same day is how you get divorced. <laughs> that is not a, okay. I got and a little drunk. That's a little not a drunk. Nap, that's a drunken. You're sleeping off your yeah. you're drunk. That's a, that does not go over great. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love in all the wrong places, does it smell like chloroform to you? What? It's the Missed Connection Inspection on Dave Mahoney. Everyone's out there looking for love, and some people think the answer is, well, if I had a shot when I saw this person briefly in public and I didn't take it, well, I better go to Craigslist because surely they're also looking for me, and that will be our town square. Dave, I'll say this. Many people these days are embracing the sweet love of nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what is more nostalgic than getting on... Craigslist or other message boards mm. and trying to meet strangers to fornicate with. Maybe like a love letter of sorts. Mm, like letter in the a bottle sort of thing. Love yeah. Letter. Okay. You ever see the first like sext that was ever sent? No. Oh, 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 like the one that like, like from old timey times, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the way back in the day the woman, days. The woman artist who painted a picture of her own breasts <laughs> and literally had it taken by like carriage. <laughs> to a dude she was trying to like get after. I was like, hell yeah. She was an artist. She was a great artist. Uh, this first but one. He, also- broke, he, he broke the rule, man. He showed his friends? <laughs> it's on the internet now. <laughs> Everybody's seen it. Oh my gosh. He said, to the lady I met in Walmart, this is a uh, man for a woman. I was the tall, blonde-haired guy you met in the checkout line around noon. You asked me to come to your trailer. You were an older, slender, and beautiful woman. You threw me off with your suggestion. I went out to the car and I thought about it. Then I ran back into the store hoping to find you, but you were gone. If you see this, yes. Yes, I would like to come to your trailer. 
If you don't instantly say yes when invited to a trailer for sex, I that's know. on you, man. What do you I feel, mean, I feel like Melanie? the suggestion of an older, slender, beautiful woman at a Walmart checkout inviting you to her trailer, that sounds like a trap. Have you guys ever been <laughs> no, that to a trailer out. before? I, was, I, lived in a, I lived in a trailer for the first two years of my life. Uh, okay. I meant like in your adult life, have you ever been back to someone's trailer before? Maybe. Really? Don't ask too many questions here. Okay. <laughs> You're going to get the old boy in trouble. Was Maybe. it better than a sex in a house? No. It was fun. I mean, it was. It okay, was a don't house. try to like be an apologist for trailers. Like all I'm saying is, was it, uh, was it different? Like, was I, it rowdier? No, I'm just saying over here, <laughs> somebody feels high and mighty because they, they own a home. Because they because they because they're not having sex in trailers. Having a trailer right now is literally the most chic thing you possibly could do because you are you're There's, you're caravanning those are, those are, across those the country. Are, those are vans. The, yeah, but you're talking. We're talking trailers that don't. Move no, here, they, people. it's. Like that's the kind of trailers I, I, yeah. that we're talking. about. I don't about. think he was getting invited to like a Gulf Stream and Big he might have Sur. Been. We don't know. So yeah, don't you sure prejudge could, this sure trailer? Could have been. I actually sure could have been. I actually found out mm-hmm. a lot about the trailer that I was born in. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know. You know, because I was talking you, to my gra- I visited my grandfather a couple weeks ago. What did you find out? So my dad, when he was eighteen, mm-hmm. bought a trailer uh-huh. because you could buy the. You know, he wanted to move out. Well, you know, he's married to my mom. Trailers these days are nice. Have yeah. you seen them? Got it, sure. You got can get them like got fully got rented. A, got a double wide. Okay, a double wide. Double yeah, wide, and big. it was fancy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But after like two years, you know, they had me, and they wanted to buy a house, in which they did. And apparently, my dad and my grandfather sold that trailer to somebody, and my grandfather said it was like one of the best days ever. But then, two years later, my grandfather worked for the gas company. He got called out to a. Did they blow it up. They burnt that trailer down. Was it a meth lab? I don't think it was a meth lab, but they, they, I think they, you know, it was, like, it was like, Fireworks. it was like, the, it was like Inside. the early eighties. Mm-hmm. So everybody like smoked in bed. You know what? <laughs> so there, when I, when I was, I've told you guys about living in Olympia during my college years down by the stadium, uh-huh. pretty like, you know, dicey part of town trailer right across the street. Same thing. Somebody fell asleep with a cigarette in bed, Dude, burned it down. It was they real go, common. They go up fast. It was real common. Yeah. I mean, they've since, you know, I think it was the asbestos. So your trailer got burnt down. Because of cigarette smoking in bed? It happens. I mean, not it wasn't my family that did it. It's whoever, the, you know, my dad, my grandfather sold that thing to. This next one is a woman in blue leggings. This is a woman for a man. I saw you staring at the time that I was in the zone during 30 minutes on the Stairmaster. But by the time I was done, you were gone. Hi, would you like to get together for lunch or workout? Dude. This is a lady for a dude? Yeah, there's, this so this, there's a lady seeing a guy staring at her and being into it, fake. but by the time not she real. was done with the workout. Not, not real. Not real. Not real. Huh. Honestly, not no. real. Okay. All right. Not oh, on okay. a Stairmaster. You can't be peeping asses on a Stairmaster she, no, at she, the gym. She, she was saying that someone the, was peeping her No, that's what I'm saying. She like, it, she's yeah. not into that. No. It's, 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 it's fake. Real, are you really peeping an ass if they're on the Stairmaster? I mean, it is like booty at eye level. Sure, but you keep moving. You keep moving, you like keep when moving. I crop dusted Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, he kept moving. He didn't. St- he didn't stand there and linger, staring at my ass. People stare at people's butts on the stairmaster all the time. All the time. I feel like I feel like that's bad gym stairmaster placement. You put that thing in the back. You can't have that front row or Facts. excellent placement, depending on what your perspective. It's usually is. in the walking aisle, so you have to walk yep. right by all the butt. Uh, this is entitled "You Were Eyeing Me in My Kilt." This is dude for dude. You were eyeing me in Walmart in my kilt, and you never said a word to me. I like that. He's this, over here wearing a plaid what, dress and still can't even strike under, up a What's cover. under that kilt? What do you think? Big ass nuts. 
<laughs> Sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, if you were a, a mega celebrity, I mean, hard to imagine being a bigger celebrity than you currently are, but let's just try to suspend disbelief mm-hmm. for a moment and imagine there is a higher level of celebrity that you can ascend to. Um, how many assistants do you think that you would have? At least six. Do you think they would like you or dislike you? I'm not here to be your friend. I see. I like your strategy. I'm an employer. That's bold. Uh, Khloe Kardashian, the latest to get sued by a former housekeeper slash assistant. Uh, this individual, his name is Matthew. He uh, worked for her from January of 2019 to November of 2022. Uh, said that uh, that he got fired because he got injured. He had a knee injury. He got forced out of the job. And he said that he often couldn't take his legally required breaks and that he was shorted overtime pay, even though he often worked 12-hour days. So he is now suing Khloe Kardashian. Yeah, I mean, anybody who... Try. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. I mean, if you believe that you were seriously wronged, and if you believe that as an employee, your employer was doing you down to dirty, then, yep. I mean, shoot your shot. Good See luck. if you can win at this point, yeah. At she this probably point, has better lawyers, but yeah, give it a shot. Well, and on top of that, like, again... Is it real? We don't know. I mean, it's just one we'll, of those we'll things the courts where it's, figure it out. It's so sad, too, because my brain is just wired to think it's a money grab. Like, I am yeah. just... And anytime I hear something... I mean, I'm not sitting here saying that the Kardashians are angels or saints by any means, but... but they're pros. But th- not only, yeah. They're pros. Not only are they pros, they got they billions of dollars to, to deal yep. with. Do you think that Khloe Kardashian is personally doing the payroll for her assistants? No. I mean, almost certainly not. Absolutely it's huge not. business. Yeah. Her, like, She's got, her, the GM level of her assistants. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody who runs all of the other assistants. But yeah. my favorite assistant story, still, without question, David Spade. is David Spade. Yeah. David Spade getting tased. Like, his assistant hated him so much that he plotted to bring a taser to his work, uh-huh. David Spade's house. They got into another argument because I guess they would scream at each other all the time. And he pulled out his pre-planned taser and plop, and David Spade. Which is <laughs> interesting to me because I don't feel like I see David Spade as being, I mean, I can see him being argumentative, but oh, I don't see no. him being like. Oh, he's one of the awful. snarkiest. Yeah. Is he? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, I, I think he's funny. He is but funny. He is, he's, man, funny but he's funny I, because he's a dick. Yeah. That's what makes him that funny. Because he's always kind of played that character a little bit. But I think snarky. it's a little too close to home sometimes. Yeah, there's, there's like two guys that I can see getting blasted with a taser pretty easily. David Spade, obviously. Uh-huh. And then Adam Carolla. Really? Nah, not Carolla. Yeah, yeah. I, see, but the difference is Adam Carolla is six foot five and pretty big dude. David yeah. Spade's a little guy. Yeah, you Adam, Adam Carolla can box too, and, right? and he's a boxing. Yeah. You know, he was you know, a boxing. That's why you got to use a taser. <laughs> you better have a backup. And uh, also, Carolla's carrying a gun for sure. <laughs> so, uh, so Kerry Russell, my uh, my childhood crush, couldn't say no to the cocaine. Who's so, Kerry Russell? Uh, Carrie Russell, uh, she's she was on Felicity, Felicity originally, and then most the, recently the, the Americans. The Americans was her latest big hit, uh, which was really good. That. A lot of people didn't. I mean, I know we're like five years out past that, but that was a really good show. But I, I fell in love with her back when she was on uh, Laguna Shores. I think that's the name of the show. Anyway, I, I oh God, this is so lame. I remember. I was like a 15-year-old kid, and I just loved, I mean, like, thought she was an angel from heaven on the TV. And I was like, how could I possibly get in touch? And this I mean, is she's way beautiful. Be- she looks, I mean, she's a classic beauty. Way, way before any social media or anything yeah. like that. And so I distinctly remember one time I was watching the show, and at the end of the show, they roll the credits, and they have, like, an address 
for fan mail. Oh, man. But it took me like two weeks to see it because you didn't have DVR back then either. So I could just write the piece of the email or the uh, the address down each time. Oh. I finally got the address. Isn't that a wild time we lived in where there was fan mail? Malibu Shores, Dave. Malibu Shores. That was even before Felicity. Yeah. So yeah. she went from, I mean, because there was a lot of those like WB slash CW shows. It was all like the Aaron, it was an Aaron Spelling show. Yeah, I'm Malibu sure. Shores. Then she was on, she had a couple episodes of Seventh Heaven and then mm. landed Felicity. But yeah, Malibu Shores, that was the one. But uh, Carrie Russell's still at it after all of these years, and now she is on the cocaine bear train. So in theaters, uh, said, just wacky enough, I couldn't say no. Based on actual events from 1985, uh, Cocaine Bear imagines what happened when a black bear found a stash of drugs that was dropped into a forest from a botched airdrop and then this bear became a cokehead my uh my wife had no i mean she had heard this story because it's a bit, you know the the tale of the cocaine being dropped into the forest the bear having the heart attack and mm-hmm. this is the imagination of what would happen if the bear didn't have a heart attack and went on a rampage yeah my wife this came on a preview before something we were watching and she had no idea what it was and then as soon as it got over she was like oh we're gonna go see that Oh, really? <laughs> so I'm like, let's go. You guys are actually going to go to the theater for I that I think we're going to go okay, see, that's, the, that's see Cocaine Bear. Okay. I mean, it's Excellent. got a lot of celebrities in it. I think it's Ray Liotta's last film I think as so. well. My yeah. wife's a big fan of Ray Liotta. So, man, I, I think uh, I think this is going to be one of those sleeper hits. Uh, Carrie Russell, who has been in Mission Impossible and Star Wars and The Americans, said that doing elements of this movie just as daunting as any other movie she's ever made. So... Carrie Russell's still a big fan. She looks, you know who she reminds me of, kind of, too? Maria Shriver. A little bit. A little yep. bit, as she's yeah. gotten a little bit yeah. older. Just, yeah. I mean, whew. See, whenever you were first telling the story, I thought you were saying that she was on the cocaine. I was like, yeah. dang, that's, that's great news. I would like to, I would do <laughs> cocaine with Carrie Russell any day of the And week. a bear. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? You are man. the bear. Yes. <laughs> Rawr. This is Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney bring you Bleeped BS. It's got to be your bull. Wow. Dimitri is joining us today for a round of Bleep BS. Dimitri, simple question for you. Do you have a dirty mind? Yeah, somewhat, you can say. I think everybody does. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, nothing in any of these clips, though, dirty whatsoever. So you're just trying to uh, avoid the distraction. There are some strategically placed bleeps. If you can figure out what's actually being talked about without getting distracted, Did you call him today. Dimitri? What do you call him? I mean, like, because I, I just imagine D-A-M-E-A-T. T-R-E-E. Yeah, I never Dumb meat tree. Yeah, he'd be meeting that tree. I would love if meat grew on trees. Okay. <laughs> uh, can we just focus on the game for a second? Just, you are that, the that, most ADD dude I've I ever met in my life. That's just what I heard. Squirrel brain. Yes. All right, Dimitri. Now I can't stop thinking about tree text. <laughs> meat tree. Meat trees. <laughs> yes. I'm just, I am thinking of like dildo style meats dangling from trees. <laughs> Here's a meat tree. It's a wiener tree. Yeah, like when you drive beneath a tree that's branches dangling down a little bit too much in your car and it's just. Oh my that, gosh, like a willow? But, but a bunch of wieners. <laughs> okay. You started this. Don't you okay yeah, us? Don't you, you started don't this. Okay. Like too good nah, for right. this. You All right. too far. First one here is Ashton Kutcher. He went to a party and he actually confused Harry Styles for something. And you're trying to figure out what that is. And they had a party. And, and I used to go all the time. And there were like that were there. And the guy gets and they're like, that's Harry Styles. I didn't know who that was. So he went to a party. Ashton Kutcher thought that Harry Styles was A, a pole dancer, B, a comedian, or C, a karaoke singer. Oh, I think hmm. he's a comedian. Comedian, okay. He does look, Harry Styles looks like he would be funny, right? Mm, kind of. If, you if you're just seeing him. 
out on the streets. Too cool to be a karaoke singer. Okay. Even just out in out in general. See, I think he probably was dressed like scantily clad, so I feel in my heart that maybe he thought he was a stripper. Okay. <laughs> maybe like dancing on the pole a little bit. I thought he said it sounded like there was a huh in there, so I thought he thought Harry Styles was a hooker. A uh, pole dancer, a comedian, or a karaoke singer. What do you think, Dimitri? I would say maybe let's go with a pole dancer. Mm, bad guess. It was a karaoke singer. Both you guys got that wrong. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you threw me off, man. Yeah. So, I mean, we didn't throw you off. Neither of us guessed that. So, the, the karaoke, he heard Harry Styles and thought he was so bad, he just thought he was a karaoke singer? I guess. That's pretty rude. Okay. Dimitri, no problem. You have to get the next two correct, though, okay? Here we go. On to Wanda Sykes. And Wanda Sykes, the comedian, was on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and they were talking about one of her past jobs. We're trying to figure out what her previous job was here. Part of what you did was uh, protecting us f***ers, right? And that part of the deal was... I, 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 I didn't do that. That you wasn't didn't. my job. My oh. job was I was a specialist, so I basically all day. I see. I stuff for the government. You stuff for the government. Mm-hmm. So was she a deputy mayor in Virginia, B, a contracting specialist for the NSA, or C, an air traffic control specialist? She was an air traffic controller. That's yeah. what you think? I think so, too. Uh, Dimitri, keep in mind that they are wrong about everything. I would go with C as well. Are you sure? It just, it just sounds like the easiest job. For don't don't, don't job. go with that. Are you sure, don't, don't Dimitri? Go with, don't go with that, Dimitri. We're wrong. Well, what were the options again? Deputy mayor in Virginia, which seems unlikely. Contracting specialist for the NSA. Or don't give him the third control. one. You're already saying the third yeah. one's not right. Third, third one's out. I don't even know what any of them are. Fair. <laughs> Just say B. <laughs> B? Yeah, that's right. How'd you get that? Wow. Yeah, excellent. She was a contract... She yeah. was a contractor for the NSA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like yeah. the, how long is the I didn't feel I thought the NSA came around like post 9/11. Right? That or was maybe, a long time ago, man. Not, Wanda Sykes has been around been famous since the 80s. Have a listen. Part of what you did was uh protecting us from hackers, right? And that part of the deal was I, 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 I didn't do that. That wasn't my job. My oh. job was I was a contracting specialist. So I basically shopped all day. I see. I bought stuff for the government. You yeah. bought stuff for the government. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, the NSA's sense. been around since 1952. Ah, okay. okay so, right. I mean, maybe I just wasn't paying attention until post 9-11. Yeah. But uh, Wada Sykes, I will say, on Curb Your Enthusiasm, marvelous. Magnificent. Final one. Dimitri, you get this, you win, you get it wrong, you lose, or still win. We'll see. Uh, this is Jennifer Lawrence talking with Jimmy Fallon, and they say that they are constantly embarrassed because something happens to them, to both of them, when they're around other people, and it is embarrassing. Between both of us, uh, we've gotten more press over than anyone in the history. I in every single city on the press tour. <laughs> people I think around the world. People think it's a shtick, but it's not. Yeah, well, I, yeah, and it actually makes me kind of mad. Oh, it's not and fun so, to f- so embarrassing. Is it that they, A, fart everywhere that they go, B, fall everywhere that they go, or C, get into fights and arguments everywhere they go? Fall. It's 100% fall, and it's 100% yeah. a shtick for her. She 100% does it on purpose. Okay, Dimitri? On purpose? That's kind of weird. Dude, she does 100%. She is a great actress, but she's never not acting. She is always acting. So you remember that. That she intentionally fell up the stairs at the That's Academy how she Awards. got famous. No, she, that is how she, she got just famous. won an Oscar. Nah. She was already she's famous. She's doubling I mean, down. Doubling cool. down. All right, Dimitri. For the win or loss, what's your yeah. guess? Fall seems most common. Fall is correct. <laughs> 
I want to say good job, but nah, not really. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Dave and Mahoney. So I know that we all joke about getting older and how it's like our bodies are betraying sure. us and this and that. And it seems like a kind of a regular thing. Like one of us always seems to have a story about how like we hurt ourselves we weren't expecting to. Sure. Where there's just like, you know, you slept on your neck wrong, Audrey, not that long ago. And it seemed like it took like three weeks to it's heal. so long. Yeah. Um, but I was on the couch the other night, just had gotten the kids to bed, mm-hmm. and it was Wheel of Fortune time, which is, you know, big You love moment. Wheel of Fortune. Love Wheel of Fortune. You were never... Never I, a fan of Wheel of before Fortune before. Children. No. It just, it, it happens to hit at the right time where I need a filler show, and it's normally Jeopardy. I'll sometimes catch the tail end of that, and then Wheel of Fortune just fits into that window but, perfectly where I need a filler show before my wife comes downstairs as well, and then we can watch so whatever you, it is that we're excited so about. So you're doing this to bridge the gap. So you're not wa- you're you're not show cheating. I'm not on show your cheating wife. on my wife. Yeah, exactly. But you don't have shows that you want to watch specifically that are like thirty minutes long. Not really. No, not, definitely not every night of the week type thing. Right, and it just happens to be a good filler. And uh-huh. also, it's the sort of thing where you know if, if she comes down early, I can just punch out of it, and it's mm-hmm. okay. It's not like I'm missing out on some gotcha. big plot line or whatever. But I did find myself getting unreasonably excited the other night because I was doing well playing from the couch. Big moment for me. Are you and thinking about maybe one day trying out no, for Wheel of Fortune? No, I mean I feel like I could I could do pretty well if I if I were to get called, um, and, you know, get selected for that great honor. The celebrity edition, <laughs> for sure. Celebrity yes. Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> it's the only way you go. <laughs> it's it's always fun. The last time I was watching the celebrity edition of Wheel of Fortune, Snoop. It was one of the Madden brothers. I oh, don't know God. which one, but I was they like, look identical. Oh man, literally <laughs> they identical look, twins. They do look identical. Uh, but my mother-in-law, who is in town, was there, and um, it was nice to be doing it in front of a live studio audience in my yeah. living room. You're, you're she, flexing. She was impressed. Was she trying yeah. as well? Uh, yeah, but just not doing not doing. It's like high school Jeopardy, Shelly. It's like high school Jeopardy when that when high school Jeopardy comes on. You know when they have all the high school kids. It is Teen Week. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like you feel like you're just flexing. Yeah. You're like I know so much stuff. <laughs> Look at me go. Yeah, if he gets to the college level, I'm like Mm-mm, I need nope. to go back. I need uh, to go yeah, back down to high school. Smart. Slow it down. High school level. Maybe community college level. But that's not the thing. They never have a also. Jeopardy, you're too good. You do. You've got the like the elementary school kids. Then there's like the teen week, and then you have the like post college. You know, you got yeah. college, but there's never you never celebrate junior or community college as Jeopardy. Well, I think that that's what co- they need to do. No, but a col- community college is still a college. You could go and represent your community college if you were able to. They've never had on one there. community college. Does, person yeah, does on, anyone there's ever? There's probably a reason <laughs> you have to like. <laughs> Hey, finish the uh, application. Should I I get like one of those? Because Audrey was wearing, you know, she's got plenty of Kentucky gear and, you know, was wearing like a, you know, a A Drake Drake sweater yesterday. Not because you went there, but that's because your last name. But should I get uh, Florissant Valley Community College? Uh, on yes, uh, like, like a big sweater, like yeah. one of those big college sweaters. You can probably have like my Midlands Tech sweater on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the reason why I feel like an old man, okay. though. Although that definitely struck me as like, oh boy, like I'm. If at you're a certain... watching Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune every night, that's old dude behavior. excited about Wheel of Fortune. Actively excited, like, ooh, it's seven thirty. Let me get this. See, but on. if you didn't know him, you wouldn't be excited. You would, you would never turn it back on. That's probably if, right. If you were watching Jeopardy and losing. You wouldn't want to turn it back on. So, I, when's the last time you guys stubbed your toe? Has been it been a, a while? Time. It's been um, a while. No, about a week. A week? I okay. mean, not like this wasn't a bad one, but like foot. I'm clumsy. And yeah. I got, and so I, I, I hit my feet on stuff 
all the time. So yesterday I stubbed the hell out of my toe and like I'm sort of like walking around. And you know, like it's it's fine, but it's just a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it's on, it's on my right foot. But the thing that makes me feel like I'm getting old is that I don't remember stubbing my toe. It, I just have the effect of having stubbed my toe. It just so hurts. Did you stub Which your toe? toe? It's it's my big toe on my right foot. I feel like big toe is almost better to stub than little toe. Uh, maybe. Yeah, because you're. But you can, there's nothing you can do with your pinky little, toe. Little toe is is so it looks useless, but it's so important. It's just yeah. It's like I don't remember the actual process of stubbing my toe. I don't know if I like was picking Did up you? a kid and tripped. I don't know. I don't remember tripping on anything. But it feels like I have stubbed my toe. Well, you've been working out. Have you been doing something weird with your feet? Nope. Are your toenails too long? Yeah. No, is it sore? I just cut them. Because sometimes when I walk and my toenails are too long, it'll feel like I've got a stuck How toe. long are your toenails? Jesus. Talon level. Dude. Maybe that's I what it is. I don't like bending did, over. I did What's just cut my toenails. Maybe uh, I cut my toenails and that created too much room in my shoe. And so they just, yep. you know, they didn't. That is foul. Yeah. What do you mean too much room in your shoe? <laughs> no, I, I cut my toenails on a regular basis. Mahoney's toenails are foul because they look like an actual chicken's toenails. I They're feel like great. men need to cut their toenails more. We need to. This is this is the platform Audrey, I'm going we're to not be as screaming flexible from the roof. What do you mean? Bendy. What? What? It's much harder for he me. He doesn't want to put shoes on. He has elastic laces because he doesn't want to bend over. Bending over is like it's a my, process. Yeah, it's my arch nemesis. Sit down, that's, that's cross your leg. Like, cross do the little, cross leg. Do the little leg. Leg. About nuts, do this man. Thing. Do cross this his thing. leg. Or whatever. Is this crossing your that's leg? That's crossing my leg. You cut cut your toenails like that. That's flexible. Now you're pulling on your foot. I have to sit in like the edge of the bathtub with my feet up and like kind of propped up against a wall and use the leverage. Man, that's like feet. To your to your ears? What that do you is, mean? So, like, so like, are you in a V shape? <laughs> Can you imagine my own? Cinema? What do you mean? What <laughs> do you mean? You put your you prop both of my your feet, feet on up the wall? Yeah, on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> the image that done. I'm getting, I feel like, is not the correct one. Like, I'm seriously envisioning this. Like you like this. Yeah, that's, that's it's it, pretty that's close. It, just that my, my 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 legs not up that high. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Wyawega is a small rural town in Wisconsin. Message deleted. Wyawega, small rural town in Wisconsin. Why is she calling to tell us that? I, I don't know. Did we, were we talking we about weren't talking Wyoming? Wyoming? Wyoming, no. But Just thank you. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. I grew up in a, a very small town in Minnesota called Brainerd. And I feel like Brainerd, even though it's a tiny, teeny town, a lot of people know it. Home of Paul Bunyan land. Oh. But Big Dave, flex. There's obviously some controversy there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Duluth over here. Or Bemidji, rather. There's Bemidji trying to front like they were the home of Paul uh-huh. Bunyan. You can't yeah. say Bemidji anymore, I don't think. Oh, has that been canceled? That's a yesterday word. Is that is? <laughs> Big Bemidji energy. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in a small town, too. All of us. Well, Mahoney. I mean, St. Louis isn't exactly well, I mean, a small I, town. I, I, but he yeah. said he grew up in the in a rural area of. Mm. Well, when I was, I mean, I didn't grow up. I was born oh. where I was born versus, I mean, I grew up in St. Louis, but I was born in the middle of Missouri. Well, Huntsville is growing. So I like to say I'm from Newmarket, Alabama. Prop, like literally population 1000 isn't that nuts like That's what do you mean it, I, I feel like a victor i feel uh, so crazy accomplished that i 
got out. Like were, those are those places where people always, don't get out. Like a small town girl going anywhere though, where you're always like, I got to get out of here the second that because that's how I was when I was growing up. I was just wherever I was. See, I was just want to go experience the world and see new things and just travel and everything I else. I was never I never wanted that, really. I honestly could have probably spent my whole life in St. Louis originally, yeah. not anymore. I could never do that again. Mm-hmm. You know, but like when up until I was like 21, I was like I'm probably I never even imagined living in another city. Like that never even like crossed my mind. It until, was just your talent just carried you. And then, to, to then you, you know, heights, when you yeah. have this immense talent, yeah, you know. Yeah. But then once I got into radio, like that's when I I go, yeah, you know, I started. Get to, out. I'm like I knew I had to move yeah. for that because I tried to get a job at my local radio station 1057 the point in st louis and i dropped they off would not have you they would not That's they wouldn't even radio return city. your calls they right? wouldn't return my calls <laughs> i dropped off resumes tapes You're i was like green. i'll do in i'll fact, work for free still to this day they will not return your uh, calls they, they finally they finally did, <laughs> did uh, they? in 2009 <laughs> like even in 2007 they had like a full time like board operator which is like the the entry level full time job Hang on in up. radio in 2009 we were doing a show together does that mean that you were applying for other opportunities re- while we when were when i working? got fired okay. because okay. you no, and i were yeah no it's a, yeah no it's you, interesting timing there just seems yeah, like uh, it yeah. was like the beginning were, part of 2009. I had just gotten fired. Like we, we'd started a relationship, but we weren't serious yet. Is that what it we is? Like you were just kind of seeing what was so else out there. No, right just, now. I sound toxic. I didn't re- out here for applying for other. I didn't apply. They reached out. I'm oh, saying did they? 2007. Oh, they slid into your DMs. Okay. 2007. Yeah, sure. Oh, it's a funny story. 2007, I applied to be a board operator, which is like, again, the entry level full time job. And, you know, you would like just play, you would be the guy who runs the behind the scenes stuff for whatever you push show. Push the buttons and don't talk. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And I did not get hired for that job, even after I'd been full-time on air at this radio station. But it, fast forward to 2009 when we had been fired. I had been fired from my our other radio station before we started our show. They reached out to me mm-hmm. and asked me if I wanted to come. And I said, no, I've actually got something working, and I can't announce oh. it yet. But I will be, uh, you know, I appreciate you thinking of me. I can't announce it yet. I mean, all those people that were waiting for the announcement of the Dave and Mahoney show before it existed with bated breath. Well, you can't say where you're going until <laughs> you start. That's just how that works, I'm man. Glad it worked out. All of the mistakes that we both made along the way led us to each other, Mahoney. But yeah, so that's how I, like, again, now I, I, I have no problem. Like, I could live anywhere at this point. But that's not something I would have thought in my first 20 years of life. I thought I would probably be in St. Louis forever. And a lot of my friends are. I actually, yeah. the vast majority of my friends how that from, works. from school and all of have them, never left. All of them have basements. They you, all have basements. Dude, so awesome. Who made man the wrong cave, decision? Basements. Yep. Furnished. Oh. My buddy just put in a, a theater in uh, his theater? basement. He's got a, a Dude, theater. He's got two arcade in his machines. Basement. A shuffleboard. He's got a one of those domed hockey ones. Wow! And he the just puck a, doesn't fly out. You sound so sarcastic right now. No, he's no, not. I'm not Dude, sarcastic. Is, a basement? Oh, I dream of a Dave, basement. Dave, I mean, Dave, when he was single and had no kids, he had a house with a pool table and it had like a a ping pong table that you could put, on, put on top of put it. On top of it, yeah. And it was glorious. It was, and that was some of the most fun we ever had. Mm-hmm. And then. I assume your wife, when you guys got married and moved into your new house, she ruined it. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to know your all's opinions on Instagram or TikTok foodies. Are they lucky or leeches? 
Message deleted. Depends. You can't you can't paint in broad strokes. There's some who are very good at what they do. I know many people who are professional food critics who are great writers who are who have a great palate. And and to be a great food writer, you need to be a great writer. Mm-hmm. But there's also plenty of people who start those foodie accounts just to try to get free stuff. And I'm not above it because when again. Early on in radio, I went to every free event that we were invited to to get a meal. Yeah. Because I could not afford it because I was making $8 an hour. See, I have people who are like, I can't believe you don't do this. Or like, I can't believe that you're not like diving into this avenue of whatever because you have the capability uh, to to go and experience all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like, for me, it does exactly like this listener said. It feels a little leachy. Yeah. Not necessarily because... You it just want- feels... It feels like it's like... That's not my lane. Why cross into well, it? It's not yeah. even that. I feel like you feel kind of like how I feel now. I, back then, I didn't care. I would just go to anything, everything, and say whatever. But now, I feel like there's an expectation. If you do go to those things, you owe them something. That you owe them yeah. something. And I don't want to owe anybody also, anything. I don't want to get paid in free food. No. Like, I got bills. I got bills. And, like, yeah. and, and if anything, this isn't like an ego thing, but like... If you want me there to have my name attached to whatever it is, pay me. Pay me. <laughs> I don't need free lunch. Hold on. You know, I don't know. And uh, I, and some of those, whenever you get to a certain level, you get paid. But like, I, I, I'm and a also, new, I, nobody cares about me in the foodie world. The like, food, it doesn't the matter. The not going to be good. It's not going to be good. It never is. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. Mm-hmm. That's not true at all. That's not true. I don't know. No. Most of those events that I've been to, the food's no, not that that's great. Not, no, but it's that's not, not the not, events those, we're talking it's about. It's individual. You, you going to the restaurants yeah. and then bringing out all of the food. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't that's, like that's, that either. Because you're totally. a foodie, because you're an influencer, foodie influencer. So that, yeah, that's that's it's totally. But you also have to bring out the lighting and like, oh, you see all of them with their little like mag lights <laughs> on annoying. the table. It's too much. It's it's not annoying if you're getting paid to do it because that's your job. You're creating a commercial attached to your brand. And a lot of people you it's have annoying to start out doing it for if you're the sitting meal. next to one of those people that are creating a commercial Hold while up. you're just trying to eat your Look, meal. No, I mean, annoying. but it's annoying why. You should become an eyelash influencer. Dang, dude, I tried. I did try that. And they said no. Because eyelashes are expensive. That's we what just, I'm saying. We That's calculated like, my eyelashes for five. No, they said yes. But it was like right during the pandemic and then they clo- then everything closed. Oh, man. So you had you one get, on the hook, huh? You got to get back on that train. Yeah. Please leave them. What were we determined? You spent five thousand dollars a year Something on eyelashes. Like that, yeah. Seven thousand, I think. Yeah. Worth it. Hey, how the hell did we come up with the phrase when the hits the fan? Was that a common thing back in the day to throw in some fans? I must have been, but I don't know why they're saying that now. Message deleted. I mean, imagine if like you were really upset in a situation. Dude, we used to put all sorts of stuff in fans. I know, but imagine if you just had a, a handful of poo. And you actually threw it into a fan. I mean, that would be a way. I would like to. See, it would look like a hippo pooping. Like yeah. if you've seen the hippo with the helicopter yeah. tail going and just. Brum, brum, brum. But I mean, t- there's. I guarantee you, there's a dude who stuck his junk into a fan. Ah. Because well, I used to stick my fingers in. You, yeah. you like when before tongue, the internet. You your tongue. Never did. Well, yeah. fingers. Other never. Never any like organs. But uh, you ever put but, your uh, your junk into a vacuum cleaner? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shot back. <laughs> <laughs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. So the movie quote quiz is simple in concept, but you have movies that kind of range a whole span of years. Uh, this one, the first one here, goes all the way back to 1971. 
And then we have one as recent as 2000, but you're talking okay. about mostly movies from the 80s and 90s Oof. and early 2000s. My wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Patty is joining us. How are you today, Patty? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. So each one of these clips, you know, like 15, 20 seconds long, so you don't have a lot of time to figure it out. Mahoney and Audrey are helping you out, but the way this works is you have to get four out of the five correct, and... You can only tag Mahoney in once and only Audrey in once. So you got to figure out some of these on your own, too. Are you a big movie buff? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Okay. What is your favorite uh, favorite movie of all time, if you have one? Uh, Princess Bride. Ooh. Princess Bride is a I good mean, one. I mean, one of the greatest. Man. That's like your all's generation's go-to movie. Like, anytime <laughs> somebody asks that question, I'm like, I know exactly how old you are. I mean, fair. And like, they're in your all's age range. And that yeah. movie is perfect. Yeah, it is perfect. it's a good movie. Yeah. Robin Wright. It's Great movie. Read so the book good. in school and then watch the movie right after. Okay, here we go with the uh, the first one again. Uh, 20 seconds on the clock for this one. Give it a listen. If you need some help, you can. But again, only one lifeline with each of these. I know what you're thinking, punk. You're thinking, did he fire six shots or only five? Now, to tell you the truth, I forgot myself and all this excitement. But being this is a 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world, and will blow your head clean off, you've got to ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Iconic line from an iconic movie. Do you know it, though? I think I do. Is it Dirty Harry? Dirty Harry is correct. You're on the board with one. I'm glad so that they, happy. I'm glad that they have not remade that movie. <laughs> Who would you cast in that role of Clint Eastwood? You know it would be like Jason Statham or something. <sighs> Ugh. And you know it would not be nearly as good. My vote would be like Jason Statham. Where is a different Jason? Sudeikis. Sudeikis. <laughs> that I would well, punk. From, te- from Ted Lasso to Dirty Harry. <laughs> but instead of a 44 Magnum, you go with a Desert Eagle. Oh, and he boy. shoots Harry Styles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, here we go on number two. People will come, Ray. You're broke, Ray. You sell now or you lose everything. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has ruled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. Okay. What do you think, Patty? You need some help? Oh, my God. It, no, this is such a great movie. It's Field of Dreams. Two for two. I knew it was going to either be that one or Angels in the Outfield, and they're the same movie <laughs> to me. They're not the same movie. Absolutely. Uh, not even close. No, I mean, you, Audrey. You can kind of see what she's saying, though. No. I mean, the Field as, of as, Dreams, as, Angels as, in the Outfield. As like, far as a, a baseball movie where there's, like, really dramatic music like that, and it's super emotional. I mean, like, there's some, there's some similar about themes. Baseball. You could say Major League, but that's James Earl Jones. And Field of Dreams is, I mean, it's overly romanticizing ever, baseball. Have you ever seen Field of Dreams? Maybe when I was like four, but uh, no, I don't remember it. I, I the only baseball movie that I watch probably like yearly because I can't watch it too much more than that is Sandlot. Sandlot's a great movie. All right, here we go on to number three. So far, no lifelines used. Patty, you're doing great. You're two for two. Here we go, number three. Many years from now, would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies? That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! 
what a great movie. Did I just get your like Scottish yes. going? Ah! <laughs> I'm going to fight right now. Give me a battle. I'm going to go. I'm going to take my American flag down today. Mm. That's yes. on my front porch and put up the Scottish flag. Oy. I only have like a percent in me, but it's going up. <laughs> All right, Patty, what do we got? Braveheart. Yes. I mean, that, that just gives me such a just, just I'm just rock hard for Scotland yeah, just, every time I hear it. I, I don't even know why they wanted to break away from the UK, but just, I'm here for it. No. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. That horse was like, yeah. That horse was like, F yeah, man, let's go. Robert, and Robert the Bruce, you son of a bitch. How yeah, dare Robert you? Bruce you, you, sell him, you, you sell William Wallace down the river, you also, let's just take a moment to appreciate how, how lame our modern-day politicians are. None of y'all can deliver some s- stuff like this. That they may take our lives. Well, but they'll never they tried. Our freedom! <laughs> and they ended up in, like, a coup. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to reenact that, and we're all like, okay. It's a little lame now that it's, you know, 2022 or 2021. Uh, some of them have the same anti-Semitic views that Mel Gibson has. Uh, they do, though. Yeah, so yeah. there's, so there's so some similarities. That. All right. <laughs> uh, you're, you're killing this game, Patty. One more correct. You win. Still two lifelines. Here we go. No, don't move it now. Otherwise, people will see the damage. What'd you do that for? I didn't see it there. It's a four-ton truck, Tyrone. It's not as though it's a packet of f***ing peanuts, is it? It was a funny angle. It's behind you, Tyrone. Whenever you reverse, things come from behind you. That is a definitely a tougher one. Mahoney looks like he it. might be able to help I you out for the win yeah. if you can't do it on your own. But, Patty, do you got it? Is it Snatch? Yes! Oh, my God, yes. Is that the one with Brad Pitt in it? Yes. Yeah, and Jason Statham. I yeah. Patty, you are my favorite movie quote quiz contestant <laughs> ever. Yeah. You are so good. Thank you. You have redeemed. I am a movie junkie, I think. You got it. We need to keep Patty's number. Yeah, Love just it. keep you. Jeez, uh, we had some that have been so bad recently. And total redemption today, thanks to Patty. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So Mahoney has become an inadvertent sugar daddy, but not to uh, some thirsty little chick out there who wants his attention or is trading him attention not for a money. Sugar daddy, you're Dave. kind of a sugar daddy, no. sugar so father. You want to explain what uh, what you have been doing recently? Yeah, my wife's at work right now, so I think I can talk about this. Okay, see again under the table, a little bit dicey. Kind of on brand for for sugar daddy behavior. First secret no, sugar naps. Dad, I now would, I feel like, secret this. Uh, don't sugar daddies like just kind of like flex with all their money? Yeah, but normally it's like the reason why they're flexing with their money is because they want something in return. Well, I don't want or, anything, or they're like in a already in a relationship okay. type thing. Anyway. You don't want anything in return? No. So I mean, I, and I and I put this. Uh, I want to ask you guys if you think this is weird, but I don't think it's weird because I spend a couple hours a day playing Call of Duty with. I've got a group of four or five guys who we rotate, but there's a core four of us, Mm -hmm. me and three other guys, and we've been doing this since the pandemic. I mean, so we're going on, you know, almost three years now to when we started because, you know, March of 2019 is when the pandemic started, and that's kind of when Warzone and Call of Duty... March 2020. Yeah. 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 Same thing. Yeah. Whatever. You know what I'm but, talking no, about. I know what you're talking about. And then you guys have had a tight knit group, and uh, we play we play every, almost every day. You do seem that you really really enjoy. Couple it. hours. And there's been some friends that have been a part of the group that you know, depending on what's going on in their lives, they sometimes pop in, pop out. Yeah, but, they'll like fade away a little bit. But there's been a couple that have just been rock solid. Yeah, and yeah. these are these are the, the the main three. Two of them are two of my. Most of them are single, right? 
Uh, no, I, half of us are married. The other half are single, and the other two date. You know, they're just not married. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but one fell off because he was in a new relationship for a little he bit. He did, yeah. and then they broke up, and he's back. Oh, he's back. Yeah. He's back. Yeah. He came back, and came we accepted back. him with yeah. open arms yep. back into the little group. prodigal son action. Well, yes. So, but two of, two of the guys in there are, like, two of my dearest friends, both work in radio and love the guys. And they introduced me to the third guy, and I have never met him in, in Real life now, not in person, not at the time. Like still, never, still never. I mean, it's three years later, he lives. He, he lives, you know, uh, in California, and so several hours away. Yeah, so, yeah, and so I've never had a chance to to meet him in person yet. So, but we literally talk almost every day while we're playing, and he's a little bit younger, mm-hmm. and you know, he's been having issues with his PlayStation Four. So that's the previous generation PlayStation. He's a, he's a little younger. Is he like a like a good looking younger guy? He's a good looking younger good guy. Looking younger guy. I've shown you yeah. pictures yeah, of he's him. Good he's looking. a good looking guy. Looking guy. Yeah. Fun. You know, I just enjoy talking to him. Nice guy. Yeah. He's also the you know second best on the team. Oh, okay, second so best this, behind this behind you. me. Yeah, yeah, I am the best. Yes. No. Okay. And he is. He, you know, some days we we we, we share responsibilities. Right. He's he's also very good. He can count on you. You can but count on him. You're out here. He's been having house. issues with his PlayStation Four, and uh-huh. you know, I I just want to do something nice. I was feeling good. Things in my life are good right now. Yeah, sure. You know, like shows good, happy, healthy. Yeah, everything. yeah I don't great. have kids. My wife and I keep our money separate. So you, what I do with my money is what I do. So what did you decide to do with your money? I bought him, and, and also just. A- Quick little caveat here. You said that you were telling the story because even though you and your wife have separate money, you can do whatever you want with your money. You're only telling the story when you know she's not listening. Mm-hmm. But anyway, don't want to distract. Just little. Don't point these things. Out. Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're, 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 you're slowing down the story. Dave. All right. Sorry. Okay. sorry. Sidetracking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so he didn't ask for it. We just know, you know, and like his 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 game would like freeze in the middle of it sometimes because the new war zone that's out. It's not great is, for anyone. Is, it's hard. Yeah. And it wasn't built for previous generation. So he consoles. just kind of put out there like, sorry, I'm having some issues. No, with just, my we know PS4. we would have to we would have to reboot and whatever, yeah. you know, it was winter. And so I was like, he didn't ask for it, didn't you know, never has asked for anything ever. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what, I'm feeling like I'm in a good mood and he did something nice for me a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He and I, without even me asking, I was trying to win some some Jordans on the Nike sneaker app. And he's like, I'll wake up and try to get them on my account, too, for you. Because he knew that was like my favorite pair of Jordans, the 13 playoffs. Are you guys? And he got me. A, he, he actually won. He won the he Jordans won. that you've been trying and to get I didn't forever? Get them, so he's shipping those to me. But he woke up at 7 a.m. to get those. Are and you guys in love? And so I just was like, I'm going to do something really nice didn't for him. the question, but that's fine. Okay. And so I, I bought... A PlayStation Five, and I had it shipped to his place. Okay, so and I didn't tell how, him I was doing it. How much does a PlayStation Five cost? Five hundred dollars. Five hundred. Five hundred dollars. So Mahoney, one thing that I've noticed about you over the the glorious years of of being a part of this show, you're one of the ways that you show appreciation for others who are in your life, and mm-hmm. one of the ways that you show love and affection is absolutely through gift giving yes like 110 percent. it's like your way it's like your love language like put a, the, the dorky side of, of that like truly like you are definitely yeah. like what can i like what can i get for you to show that you know that i care about you and, yeah. and, and if it's a surprise like whatever it is 100 that's who you are yeah. i don't find this weird because i in the same way i do gifts as well yeah. for people um you know not a 500 hundred dollar gift because i mean that's that's, that's a lot that's, of money that's, that's a big gift, gift yeah. but because you guys game so much together i think that that's a really cool thing for you to do has he gotten the gift yet oh yeah he got, we were, we were playing we were playing 
war zone. Oh, oh what, what a, a dream. beautiful dream. And I'm in the Amazon thing, and I'm like, I'm like, You're hey, like, here go. comes a surprise buddy. I'm like, hey, go, go, go get that delivery. Uh, and I he was love like, what? That. Did and he then, freak out? Yeah, he, he was incredibly gracious and just, you know, so thankful. And like, I mean, just he's a great dude. Yeah. Like a guy yeah. who I enjoy spending a couple hours a day playing video games. And also, with. it's a little selfish because you want your squad to keep doing well. And also, exactly yes, there's right. that as well. It's, now, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like when I get my wife a vacation for us for her birthday. For both and and you. you're like, yeah, we can go enjoy this together. <laughs> See, mine, mine was the dudes? Christmas coffee maker. I was yeah, like, see? yeah, there yeah. you go, baby. It's the Christmas coffee maker. It's I'm for you. I'm just going to break it in for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, just teasing. So, you know, what, was one of the reasons that you decided to get him the... the PS5 is because he, you know, taking the time to get up at seven o'clock in the morning and win you those Jordans. Yeah, so it was something I was thinking about and as that, well, just because it's like it was a nice reciprocal. Yeah, that like just helped kind of push it over the and edge. And that was like, yeah. man, that was just such a nice thing for him to do, and I didn't ask, and he was just like, I got you. So yeah. his his PlayStation arrived. Uh, have the Nikes arrived at your place <laughs> they yet? Have not oh, yet. That's weird. Weird. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. When I'm broke, I tip 20%. When I'm not broke, I tip 50 Tell me you don't do the same thing. Message deleted. I don't do the same you thing. You tip 50%. It depends on what it is. Like How if you go out to, Yeah, I mean, even if the service is spectacular, if you go out to a dinner and it ends up being $400, you're not tipping 200 bucks. What are you talking about? Stop I mean, lying. it just depends. Stop lying. It, it all you depends. Don't. You don't do that. That's a lie. No, I mean, like, I've, if you have, like, I've had a couple waiters over the years that have been so good. I mean, like, I mean, ex- like, again, we've all waited tables. Sure. So I appreciate good service. Yep. And I also understand bad service. So it's like, but... I I truly appreciate good service. And when you see somebody who is like a maestro or a master at their job and it's just so good, you know, there's there are times that it's no, just I, like here's hundred percent of the, the bill. Yeah, and those are rare. But I mean But that's because but, I appreciate great service. But there's a scale. If sure. you're talking about a sixty dollar meal and you tip thirty bucks, that's fifty sure. percent. That's yes. Yeah. If you're going out to a thousand dollar dinner, you're not tipping five hundred yeah. bucks. Guys, you're just not. I have a confession. Hmm. I've started not tipping. Not tipping. Where? At the places that none of us ever want to tip at. Like Starbucks? Yes, like Starbucks or the pokey place. If I'm not, we grew up on the subway. You know what I mean? Like the subway train mm-hmm. where we're, you're going through the line at like a Chipotle or subway. And those people are getting paid an average salary or average rate or whatever, hourly rate. And have never been asked to tip. And now that we've got these turnaround screens. Yep. I feel so guilty, but I've I've started putting my foot down. Like I don't feel like I have to tip at every single place where I go just because you're scooping me a pe- like a little scoop of ice cream. That drives Depends me crazy. Depends on how nice they are. If they're nice, cool. If yeah. you're, if you're if it's just if it's just but a it's if everywhere. I'm, the reason saying, why you feel like you tip in most places, if especially if you've got great service and if you're tipping fifty well, percent like this person is saying, it's because they're making two dollars an hour, not nine to ten. Or like Starbucks baristas, a lot of them are making around you know, twelve, fifteen dollars an hour, which they should be because it's not an easy job. But they're saying that with the tipping becoming so common and it just being a part of the transaction process now, right? Because it used to be they'd have like little things sitting outside of the window, and if you had an extra dollar, you might drop it in there. But that was an extra action. Now it's like they hand you the credit card machine with the "Do you want a tip?" screen first, and they're saying because of the advent of that, a lot of baristas are making. Forty plus dollars an hour, which is a better wage than a lot of starting I, teachers. My, I, that's that. I mean, maybe in certain places, and like 
major metropolitan areas where the uh, cost of living is higher. But I've got a friend who's a, who works at Starbucks in Missouri, and it's not even anywhere close to that. Oh, really? That's, yeah. That's I mean, it just depends. It, and again, varies on the location and yeah, how clientele, busy sure, yeah. without a doubt. But again, if you're if you're friendly, I'm in. But if you're not, I'm not. When I'm doing all the work. Yeah. You know, that's and that's and that's the difference. It also makes me feel like where did those tips go? Because a lot of times whenever you're just flipping the screen around, it's not you're not tipping an individual person. It feels like I'm tipping the business. The business. And some businesses, well, and some businesses have done that, gotten caught, and it's dirty. Like when the when the employees when the implication is so obvious that the employees are supposed to be getting the tips and the gratuity and then yeah. they aren't. I'm not trying to tip the guy who owns the place. Yeah. He's just taking all that money and then he's paying them the same crappy wage yep. that he was starting with. Mm-hmm. Yep. Garbage. Garbage. Please leave a message after the tone. What smartphone feature would you actually be excited for a company to implement? Message deleted. That's not already been implemented? A battery that lasts all day. Yep. On busy days. There's nothing worse than if you're out of town or you're traveling or something and you don't have access to normal charging stations. I mean, I was at the airport. I told you guys not that long ago. And sure, it was a busy time around Super Bowl and all that. But, I mean, there's literally every single person is sitting around every single outlet and they have their phone plugged in. And so I was like, I needed a charge. And I was like, okay, I'll just go to the, the local shop here that sells, like, phone accessories and headphones and stuff, knowing I was going to get ripped off. Yeah. How much do you think, like, a little teeny portable charger is at the airport? Forty bucks. Uh, Forty Forty dollars. I would have been happy with the cheapest one was sixty five, and the, the one that was good for two charges, a hundred and nine dollars. Oh, are you talking about the battery? Yeah, like the little the portable pack. thing. That they, oh, that no, I would, I would, no, yeah, way more than that. I, I could see 100 bucks, $109. I forgot my headphones one time oh, God. at the Las Vegas airport. And, and the Las Vegas airport mm, knows you need headphones. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The cheapest pair, 100 bucks for the ones with the wire, the cr- the not wire. even the Bluetooth oh, ones. Oh, that is dirty. $100. I said, I will sit on this flight. I will listen to that miserable. baby cry. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Chainsaws were originally invented to help with childbirth. Just let that sink in. Have a good day. Message deleted. That is Excuse not me, true. what? No, she that, said chainsaws were originally invented to help with childbirth. That, that absolutely cannot I'm be true. I'm Googling that. Okay, you're going to Google it. Chainsaws. Okay. Because uh, I've used a chainsaw because I'm obviously a man's man. You have? Oh, God. I well, um, you looked at me like I was supposed to ask you that question. No, no, uh-huh. I just thought that you'd be like, "Hell yeah, you have, Dave, you big old lumberjack." Well, you according are so to... lumberjacky. <laughs> I have never seen a lumberjack who pulls off a black t-shirt That's like right, you do. Yeah. You know, even that guy who wears black t-shirts uh-huh. on TikTok yeah. and like talks and them very talks sexy very, to the wood. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Open up for me." I'm like, "Ah!" Yeah, spread it open, you naughty that piece of wood. What? Like that's that's that was cool for like one TikTok and uh, now you're just you're just Maybe one for creep. you one TikTok. <laughs> Audrey got a solid half dozen. I that. I I was shocked cuz I didn't follow him at first. Mm-hmm. Actually, I still don't even think I follow him, but when you watch a video, the way the algorithm works is that mm-hmm. it'll continually pop up on your feed. Keeps feeding you. So he kept you. popping up on my feed. Yeah. And it's like he got raunchier with it. And I don't know if as I'm getting older, if I'm getting more prude, but the way he's talking to that, I was like clutching my okay. pearls. Audrey, if you're clutching your pearls because a guy is talking too dirty to a piece of wood, yeah, no, he he's might like, be getting older. He's like talking. There's levels, Dave. There's, no, I know. I have get you it. seen the videos, though? Yes, I It's have. like a person. I know. It's not like, I, know, I don't know, I know, dude. I know. It's like, and it also kind of makes me uncomfortable because it's like, it's wood. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> it's a pine tree. What's wrong with you? What did you find? According to Google, the rumors are true. The chainsaw was originally invented as a tool with quotes around it to aid childbirth. It was an operation known as a symphonoscopy, a risky and grossly outdated surgical process in which cartilage between the left and right pelvic bone was severed, <sighs> widening the pelvis and allowing ch- childbirth. Sick. Okay, so, wow. but, but, so here's the thing about that, though, is... They were trying to create specific tools because it wasn't like what we know the chainsaw to be today. It weren't out here like like exactly like a haunted house. (laughs) Come here, you open up your pelvic bone. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Call or text us at eight three three yo dummy and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. When I say, do you know the person in your life that has the single worst phone slash text etiquette of anyone that you regularly communicate with? Do you instantly think of one person? No. For me, it's two people. Uh, One of them, and I hope he's listening right now, is my brother James. Oh, no. I love you, James. But he does this thing where he'll text me Uh and he'll say like, hey, buddy. And I'll go, hey, what's up? And then I just won't hear from him for another hour. I'm like, what? what? First what? off, you're texting. You don't have to say, hey, buddy, to get my attention. You can just go into whatever it is that you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of texting. There yeah. is no need for the preamble of like, hey, how are you? Yeah. Just I like, up. you know, do you want <laughs> to get, get together to today at one o'clock and go over this stuff? Whatever it is. But, but he's, just, a, he's a caller. He is, he's also a caller. He's a caller. So we worked with, I've worked with your brother, James, and obviously with you as well through, through just things with your production company. And I, (laughs) I've never known somebody who appreciates a phone call more than me. Like I would rather you just, like a phone call. Oh, I love a phone oh, call. I hate a really? phone call. I really? love a phone call because a lot of times oh, whenever yeah. it's texting, you know, like I just I would rather just you, have the conversation and then you get more said and feel like way more accomplished through phone you, call. You FaceTime and talk to your girlfriends yeah. on a pretty regular basis. Yeah. My boyfriend's a FaceTimer too. I'm like, oh, I just love people who appreciate Wait, that you, kind of stuff. You FaceTime how often do you FaceTime with your boyfriend? Probably like once a day. <laughs> once a day? Yeah, just like I, even if it's like a quick I like hi cutie patootie. I hate FaceTime. Yeah. Mostly because I hate my face. No, but you uh, it's just the way you, you have don't to hold the enough. way you have to hold it. Yeah, is it hurts my wrist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Unless you unless you have like a drone stand to carry your yeah. phone around for you. So, no but your brother's big on the phone calls. Big on the phone and calls. And I w- was shocked. And you like that? About yeah, because it's communica- efficient. So, it's efficient. Absolutely efficient. Well, I would say... You hey, wouldn't get stuck into these situations of the, hey, buddy, no text for hours if you just made it a phone call. It just seems weird to me. Like, you're obviously texting me, mm-hmm. and then I text you immediately back. He got busy. And then every time that he gets a text message off to me, he just suddenly just is about to... check. <laughs> <laughs> He's still alive. <laughs> He's still kicking. Just saying, how you doing? I would rather, like, Dave and I, the way we text is, you know, if it's too long for, like, a text, that's when it becomes a phone call. Yeah. But if it's not too long for a text, then it's a text. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or well, if, for whatever what reason, was built for. it's important and it needs to be done fast and you're driving somewhere and we can't text. That's the only other way that a phone call is acceptable. If you drive a lot, I understand the phone call thing. Yeah. Like that, that makes sense. Like I have, I have a couple of buddies that drive a lot for work, and they're the phone call guys. But I get that because if you're driving and you don't have anything else to do, like a phone call can be nice, and that that is like a normal part of their routine. Like they'll call people throughout the day because they know that they're going to be on the road for X amount of time. I like to talk to my wife when well, I'm driving. Yeah. 
If I have got nothing else going on, I would, you know, that's prefer that's, to talk to her. Send, or when I'm walking, I yeah. like, I, you know, like that's one of the things I like to do as well when I'm out walking because I'm, just, I'm bored. I was just curious your guys' opinion on if I should call him out on his poor text etiquette or is that not poor text etiquette? That's no, poor that's text. poor text. That's horrible text Absolutely. etiquette. You, he know he's got his phone on him too. He's not like he's he's al- he's always on his phone. Yeah, yeah. he's not like he yeah. doesn't have his phone on him. Yeah, you should call him out first of all because he's your brother, and you should just have any opportunity to call out your siblings. That's part of being a sibling. Yeah. All right. Well, here it is. You suck, James. This is the Dave and Mahoney <laughs> Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. You know, sometimes you'll see like an ambulance racing down the street or a fire truck. You're like, man, they are cooking, but obviously they're going somewhere important, so you yes, totally get it. Purpose. There could be a life on the line. This is kind of the reverse of that. This is a Polk County resident. Her name is Tammy. She had to get uh, some medical treatments uh, because she was disabled, and so she would have to call this medical ride company to mm-hmm. come take her to where she was going. Those are pretty common. Yeah, pretty common. Uh, she actually had to call 911 while in the medical transport, though, because the driver was driving so fast. So they were on some surface streets, what? speed limit's 50, the driver's going 97, got over 100 Whoa. on the interstate. And this isn't an ambulance, and this is just like a, one of those vans. four people, yeah, a van that picks you up if yes. you have a disability. Probably a minivan. And she asked this guy to slow down, and I guess it enraged him, so he kept driving faster and faster and refused. What? And so she had to call 911 <laughs> while being in a medical transport. That is hilariously horrible, I mean, but hilarious. Hilarious that it happened to somebody else. Uh, so, so she's mad. sitting in there freaking out out about this. Turns out that the, the company Safe Choice Transport didn't do a background check on this guy and he has a history of traffic tickets, speeding, running red lights. He also spent time in prison for fraud and battery. Ooh. He's like the Paul Walker of oh, of this company. Like, what do you mean you didn't do any type of background checks before you were transporting people oh, who man. are going to who need help getting to medical appointments? What in the world? It's like, ah, oh, nah, we just thought we'd let it fly, see what happens. But that's the kind of guy you want when you are running late for your appointment. Also, why do we always get our, like, man, we always get background checked. No, we never fly under the radar. They're always bringing up old-ass stuff we used to do. So we had the uh, the dude that was dressed as Cookie Monster harassing people in Santa Cruz. Unlicensed Cookie Monster. Unlicensed Cookie Monster, and I imagine this one, unlicensed penis. Uh, Military police in Rio de Janeiro. Uh, had to arrest a man who was dressed as a seven-foot seven foot dingling uh, after several women complained that he was following them around. A picture of the man shows that he was wearing an inflatable dingling costume and a pair of flip-flops. <sighs> he was peacefully being led away by officers, but the look of dejection on this guy's face as he's being led away by the cops Why is really Why did you huff and puff whenever you said he was wearing flip-flops? Is there a better shoe choice for a seven-foot yes. doinker? Yes, a- absolutely. Well, Sneakers, for sure. white Nike Monarchs. Oh, Nike Monarchs. With a seven-foot penis with costume. With seven-foot dent- yeah. thing. Down. But it just okay. seems like the flip-flops would be so inconvenient. See, Already you're restricted because the you know the... Just doesn't Can't have your toes I, out and dressed up. Exactly. I read the story, and it's a you know they said he was dressed as a seven foot penis, and I'm like, or I was like, he just has an inflatable costume on. I don't think that's truly seven feet. I think they're like they're trying, like most guys, lying about their size. Yeah, this is maybe a five foot penis. It's yeah. the angle. It's the angle of it. So uh, aerial view. A married doctor at a North London hospital had the adult relations with a patient to help her with chest pain, but I mean, okay, so here's here's what happened. 
the whole reason this came out is because she ended up coming out and saying, oh, I wasn't, it wasn't consensual, this relationship that we were having, even uh-huh. though it went on for months. Uh, but a lot of people are questioning whether or not that's the case. I guess she went in saying she was having some chest pain. And before getting discharged, she gave the doctor her phone number. Uh-huh. And then they started messaging back and forth on WhatsApp. And that's when she asked, does sex help with chest pain? And they started hooking up like at the hospital. That so feels she, like, but it uh, went, uh, that doesn't feel, that, that, that no, that feels like you know something cheeky you would say if you're trying to like bang a cardiologist. If you're if you're being flirty, right? Yeah. And so they ended up hooking up like in the hospital bathroom stall, which I imagine is real sexy. Did he say uh, that he was going to leave his wife and didn't? I don't know if that was part of I, the exchange or not. But this went on, like I said, for months. Yeah. And then after it peters out, you know. But he ended up. If it was like the first time you were there, yeah. you're treating them. If you're a psychiatrist psychologist or a psych is you know something like that but like if you're like an er doctor and you give him your number and you guys are banging is that how know. easy it is yeah that's just how easy it is be hot yes be, yeah. yes yes be you hot. Just you know say, this? hello doctor i'm experiencing some pain in my toe if you go, i don't know if you feel here's like- my phone number then mention anything about sex and every dude just like Dang. yep <laughs> Be Even be- doctors. Be better. Be better. I'm That's sure. all it takes. You it takes two to tango. No, no. She, see, you, she see, knows she was doing she doesn't, uh, I mean, Audrey also doesn't understand the plight of us. Is that what it is? That we have We're victims. To, that we have victims. <laughs> you know, explain to me how because no, I'm, I'm on board with this. Theory. No, I saw one of our. I saw one of our other friends. Uh, actually, I'll read the the meme she uh, she posted earlier today, and it's like you're a, a beautiful woman, you know, and I I get this. There, it's it's very different. For some of us dudes out there, because we don't get any attention it ever, says, and so when oh, it does she took happen, it down. okay. So but it was, yeah. it, was like, it was like I've never seen love a guy it. who's not stingy with his body, or you know, it's yeah. like because we get what we can take. We don't have people Guys. who are lined up. There's not people throwing themselves. Nobody at us. is. Out, there's not a line of 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 suitors that want to procreate with us on a regular basis. You Everyone, all don't look like a foot. It you know that, ma- right? And that's when we're not. And we're not even saying we're ugly. We're that's what I mean. Like we successful halfway decent. We? I mean, we got yes. health insurance. Talk better about yourselves. <laughs> you guys are good looking guys with great jobs, and still nobody cares. Yeah, you're it's married. Different. I know she doesn't care either. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh-oh, I'm about to ask a serious question. Answer if you want. What's your opinion on the death penalty? Message deleted. Yep, yep. some More people need it. to be killed. Yep. yep, you you molest kids, you die. Yep. That's how it works. Boom. Let's, Do it more publicly. Yep. Bullets. I don't Make like these quick. serious questions, man. I know, can we get That's not even that can, serious can question. Can you guys yeah, call? That's easy. That's We've been ranting all morning. <laughs> Have we? I want to know more about like buttholes. Like ask butthole questions, not death penalty questions. <laughs> Shoot them in the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a way to go. Right like, just like straight, yeah, Same. like through Bend their butthole over. and out you're their t- mouth. You're taking synergy. I'm bent over. Synergy. Choo choo train straight through. Mahoney would be the uh, e- expert. Uh, Marksman. <laughs> He plays Call of Duty. He'd be great. He'd Sniper. line up from 400 yards That's away. Right. right at the keister. Pow. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, I heard you guys talking about Inspector Gadget, and Penny was not his daughter. She was his niece. 
So he's actually kind of like that uncle that, you know, at Thanksgiving time, you kind of keep the kids away from, maybe. Message deleted. No, I mean, if she was his niece, he was taking, he, what kind of his bootleg, he was like taking care of his, you know, their, her parents, she lost her parents? He's the funkle. Yeah, man. Like, I, I have way more respect for Dr. Or, or for Inspector Gadget now. He's, he's, he's raising kids that aren't his. Nah, That's shoot a, him in the butt. I don't think if you shot... Inspector Gadget in the ass. I think I bet he's got some sort of like gadget, like gadget that protects his beehole. He's got like one of those like female condoms, but it's Kevlar. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. That Kevlar, works? No, no. I was thinking you can't have a Kevlar condom. No, I don't think so. Okay. Please leave a message after the tone. Audrey, what's the best comeback after receiving an unwanted D pick? Message deleted. I have never ever. I have very fortunate. I have never gotten anything never? like that. You've never gotten an unwanted D pick. Like I mean, from a creepy dude on the internet. And if I have, I've blocked out that trauma because I, I truly can't. There's nothing that like comes to mind. Hang on a second. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 no, there's there's never been anything that's come my way like that. You know, I don't know. Well, that's good. Good for you. But also, I feel like, you know, you but, do a real good job of keeping things shut down real quick. Too, yeah, you, you, know? Know, you don't have, like, you the damsel in distress vibes. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah. a raging bitch, people know. Yeah, like, she will not, rip your head off not, for fun. Oh, bite your head off. <laughs> no, but truly, I, I, I'm very fortunate that I've not gotten anything like that. But if I were to get an unsolicited one, the one way that I'm seeing a lot of people are kind of retaliating is by sending it to their significant other or whatever and i know yeah. hey but you sent it no what know. do you expect i don't i don't think that that's out of out of bounds like nope. if you're out here sending unsolicited defects yep. like that should be a crime Never. it is a crime in many states and actually i think that's one of the things that our politicians have gotten right uh, about the internet over the last decade is that that is now a crime in many states as it should be it's it's digital flashing it's no different somebody in our chat said audrey would say f his dad <laughs> <laughs> it's dave and mahoney oh good for you call or text us at 833 yo and on social media at dave and mahoney guys we have got big lottery drama are you ready for this Yes. So you guys remember the historic $2 billion drawing. Uh, the, the ticket was sold at a place called Joe's Service Center in California on November 7th. And it was uh, one of the biggest lottery jackpots of all time. Uh, turns out there is an individual who is saying that he is the rightful owner to the ticket and it was stolen from him. Okay, settle down. So this guy, whose name is Jose Rivera, said that he bought a lottery ticket at Joe's Service Center uh, the day before the big drawing. And he said that a man named Reggie stole the ticket from him on the very same day he bought it. So after the numbers were drawn, Jose said he tried to get in touch with Rebby, Reggie, the ticket thief, and said, hey, give me my ticket back because it's a winning ticket. And Reggie said, oh, well, I lost the ticket, but if I if I do find it and it does win, I'll give you half of it. So Jose said he refused to be blackmailed, and that's when he reported the theft to the California lottery and to law enforcement. Fast forward to this month, turns out it's not a guy named Reggie at all. It's a dude named Edwin, who was the name, the big winner of the prize, took the lump sum of almost a billion dollars, $997 million. Dollars, yeah. Huh. In cash. Uh, Jose said he submitted the claim form to the California Lottery, and they paid out the winning ticket. Uh, Jose now lists both Castro, the correct winner, and Reggie as two separate defendants, saying that they're both responsible for him not getting his winnings. But the California Lottery came out and said, when it comes to the vetting process for big winners, the, they we have do. the utmost confidence in our process, uh, and, and we remain 
confident that Edwin Castro is the rightful winner of the $2 billion. If your ticket really did get stolen, like, say this guy is totally, like, telling the truth, telling the truth yeah. how mad would you be? Very. Nobody steals unwinning tickets. Nobody steals lottery tickets because they're all worthless except for in the, the one, very off yes. chance. It's just not worth it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, stealing uh, somebody's watch is more worthwhile because at least that probably has some value to it. Yeah. As opposed to the idea of, let me steal this lottery ticket that has one in a 300 million chance of being the winner. Or you even see a lot of times people gifting lottery tickets, like for mm-hmm. stocking stuffers or, you know, small gift and ideas or whatever. Yeah. And then those end up winning. <laughs> and it's like, you're the one who bought it. I'd be, I'd but be then pissed, yeah. you have to be sitting there so happy. Oh, yeah. So go, fake. So- I would be so fake happy. Do you do you expect a cut? Yes. Oh, Hundred thousand percent. Absolutely. If I bought the winning ticket for you as a Christmas gift and it was ten million dollars, what would you give me? I feel like I would be generous. You go half. I don't half. know about half. See, yeah. she's gonna that maybe like twenty percent. Twenty percent? Yeah. Pre tax like or post tax? Post. Post tax. Right, yeah, I feel so like that's fair. It's down to five million dollars and I get twenty percent of that. Right? Like I feel like that's fair. So it's like a million dollars. Is that fair? My honey's looking at me like that's not fair. If it was an unsolicited gift, I feel like you go half. But if you, somebody had asked you yeah, to like buy them you, a lottery you ticket? Yeah, Jordan, like when he goes and he runs and buys them for you, that's you would not ask the Jordan, same. You would he ask Jordan to give fee, you half. But not half. But if Jordan had went and got tickets for Dave and he unsolicitedly bought me a ticket and that ticket won, I would give him half. Half is crazy. Wow. That's crazy. I so don't believe you. Mahoney needs to start buying the tickets is what I'm hearing. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, maybe I start getting a bunch of unsolicited tickets. And, you know, when I win, they That's get sick. half. I love that for, for us. Hopefully Mahoney wins the lottery. Do you get in trouble if you send an unsolicited tick pick? Like, just make sure they ask for it first. Okay. Please. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Where the wind blows wild and free There's a lovely spot, just the only one That means home sweet home to me If you follow the old Kit Carson trail Till the desert meets the hills Oh, you certainly will agree with me It's the place of a thousand thrills Nevada, home means the hills, home means a sage in the pine, out by the trucky silvery rills, out where the sun always shines, here is the land that I love the best, fairer than all I can see, she's deep in the heart of the golden west, home means Nevada to me, one more time now, home means Nevada.